Sean Lubino, put me on the beat, nigga on list. No Z's on me, can't sleep on me, I make them pay attention. Yeah, man, so how was that mix? Was that good or not? Uh, we all got our lanes, Spence. We all got our lanes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick to the music. You're going to stick to the voice. <laughs> uh, I take that as a bad thing. All right. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. Last episode, I had my homegirl, I call her a little sister, she probably won't like that, but that's what she is, uh, Sierra on, um, you know, she talked about her uh, brand as far as Brunch with C, y'all go listen to that, go support, whatever, um, you know, really dope episode, and uh, I'm keeping the uh, Eastern Shore alumnus theme going ahead with this well no my bad i gotta go before that so i got my 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 homeboy my childhood friend uh and line brother of the prestigious five beta sigma steve we don't put out hey, hey, on, yeah, yeah. aka oh my, AKA, my bad i'm not spencer i don't have 15 hey remember uh sun, remember suntan superman Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that. Um, SKA DJ So Wavy, we're gonna yes, get on all that. You know what I mean? He didn't like my mix in the beginning of this, but you know, it's all <laughs> good. Some practice, man. Some practice. Yeah, it's some practice. It's some practice. So, yeah, man. No, so I asked Steve to be on. I've known him since 04, 05, yep. um, 14, 13, 14 years old. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And before, you know, when he agreed to do this, we had a conversation and like he kind of and I knew it, but he kind of just put it back into my mind how long we've actually known each other. Um, We went to high school together. Yep. We went to college together. Yep. We lived together. Yeah. Oh, dang. I forgot that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely would. Well, I lived with y'all until y'all had house uh, parties at the mob house. That's kind of when I left. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to get out of there. <laughs> hey, if y'all ever decide to go to Eastern Shore, right, and you drive in, I think it was that College Backbone Road, and you see Talons North on the left hand side, and you noticed that the back of all the houses don't have a door and it's sealed up. And if you go inside, there's a door on the inside. Yeah, it's locked. <laughs> But it's locked. You can blame Steve, my LB Brandon. I would say Amir, but no, you can blame Steve (laughs) (laughs) and my LB Brandon for that because me and Amir were usually the low key dudes. Amir Amir was security. Yeah, Amir was security, (laughs) and I was a ghost. You know what I mean? I was never the only time. The only time I was only there is when I didn't like you know my. I didn't have nowhere to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, damn, I'm stuck in these wild ass parties. But I look back and be like, damn, y'all definitely knew how to throw a good throw a good time. Man, we went to college in the middle of nowhere. It was either that <laughs> or go to sleep. 
Hey, it was funny because I remember when I was applying to go to the shore, right? Uh, yeah. Everybody was like, man, you know that, like, the it, <laughs> I don't know how true it is because me and you were never victims of it, but yeah, man, you know, everybody got AIDS out there, junk because all y'all be doing is, you know what I mean? And I was like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's out in the country. And they never went there. That's what was funny. Never went there. <laughs> never. And as far as I know, don't, ain't nobody can track. Well, we ain't going to talk about that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I made it out good. <laughs> yeah. For anybody just now listening and they add, and you ask why the title is called Sometimes the Morally Disingenuous, that is why. Because it's shit like that. <laughs> like, you know. So, but nah, man, on a serious note, uh, you know, I've known Steve for a very, 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 very long time. You know what I mean? And he's probably one of the only people that I still keep in contact with in my adult life that I met when I was a kid, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, so uh, I've seen him, you know what I mean? Go, th- we, well, we've seen each other, but this ain't about me. This it's about him. <laughs> uh, I've yeah. seen him go through so many different levels of life, but I'm not going to talk about that. He's going to talk about it, you know? So I just want to give y'all a background of how long I've known Steve and you know what I mean? What we've uh, uh, accomplished together, been through together or whatever, pledge Sigma together, which sucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sigma Pleasure Sigma. When we, we gonna get to that? I got some comments. So one, so one and done experience. One and done. One and done. One and never again. I know you know Trevor who was on uh one of that, but then me, Steve, and Trevor. We all all three of us used to work together actually. So Steve Trev. knows Trevor. Uh, speaking of Trev, hmm. Trev created my DJ for Wavy logo. If anybody doesn't know, he did. He did. Yes, yeah, you know. Up until this point, I thought it was a cool logo, but now that I know Trevor designed it, yeah. it sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, me knowing Steve for this long, man, you know the reason why I asked him to be on, and um, you know, so he gonna talk about whatever he feels like he needs to talk about. You know, what I mean, what has been inspiring or motivating and overcoming adversity because you ain't make it to no 31, 30 years old without going through something, you know. Nah. And that's the part I don't know about Steve. I, you know I got mean? some stories. Cool. Well, hey, man, the floor is yours. Go ahead, and, you know, and I'll just I'll just comment if whenever I feel like I need to. Yeah. Uh, so, like Sims was saying earlier, we known each other for a long time. Um, Post graduation, we worked at uh, Waldo Ford and Dodge. Hated it. Oh. <laughs> if anything motivated me to find a better job, it was that job. Right. Yeah. So, I lied to you now. One day I left work. I was like, yeah, I can't come back. I think I think you said you were on your way out. And I was like, oh, I definitely got to go. I definitely yeah. got to go. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick. Remember that day they had us filling up little holes of concrete with right. concrete and 100 plus degree heat? Yeah. They, they stabbed holes in the ground to put a tent up for one day. And then two <laughs> days later, was like, yeah, we're going to need that field again. There's no way this is in my job description. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, well, I lied to you now. One more, one night I left. It had to be like two a.m. I'm on. I'm on Indeed. I'm on whatever. I'm just looking for job. Um, yeah. I ended up finding a job at Carmax in their business office, and they. I had to interview the next week, and I was out of there. I remember the Carmax <laughs> joint. Yeah. How was that? Like, how was working there? Um, so it was it was a good experience for me to get rainer, uh, gain work experience since I didn't have that much. Um, right. Leaving college, um, so I I actually was on their management uh, program. 
So I worked there for four years. I started off as an associate. Uh, I got promoted to a lead business office associate, and I ended up becoming an assistant manager. At um, So I worked at a couple of stores. I worked at the one in Brandywine is where I started. Um, I filled in at Dulles store for a Dulles. couple of months. Yeah. No, they, they, they paid for me to they paid for me to stay out there. I didn't drive out there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. All those to Dulles every day. Yeah, I had to quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I filled in at the uh, Pennsylvania store for a, a month and then I ended up uh getting my permanent position at the Laurel Carmax um as the assistant business office manager. And I stayed there for about a year. I do and, remember Laurel John. Yeah, because you ended up moving. Don't don't you live? Yeah, because you you yeah. uh, right right right. I got tired of commuting. Okay, so if anybody wants to know the worst commute in the history of commute, <laughs> it is from Waldorf to Laurel because there's only two ways to get there, <laughs> and it's either four ninety five or three hundred one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some might argue the worst com- commute in human existence is from Waldorf to anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just getting out. I last you know, it took me like forty minutes to just get out of war, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Humble beginnings, man. Humble beginnings. Yeah. yeah, so I ended up uh, working there. I got I got a lot of experience. Um, it's a good company uh, if you want to work your way up to management. Um, mm-hmm. It's also good. They teach you like how to interview, what cues to look for, and I also got a chance to do interviews. So I learned it from both sides. So when I was doing other interviews, it was like an easy experience. I know what cues to look for. I know if they're satisfied with my answer, I know if they want more and so forth and so forth. One thing I did not like is being a manager. Um, Really? Yes. So being a manager, you have to deal with lots of personalities. And kind of like being online. Yeah, but that was nine people. My office is 30. <laughs> 30. Yeah. And so you get you get different personalities. And then, of course, you know, nobody ever works together, likes each other. So there's a discrepancy between age, there's a discrepancy between gender. <laughs> and there's so many discrepancies that you have to work with in order to keep the ship running well. And it's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, why we just can't come here and just do a <laughs> How do how do we get to this place yeah. of all this other stuff? And I'm like, okay, yeah. And also, I I had a strong passion for uh, finance, so I actually had an opportunity while I was working at CarMax to interview for a finance position. Um, one day, so when you work at CarMax, you work in shifts. I usually, since I worked in Waldorf, getting there at 8 a.m. was a stretch. Um, so I used to do like the closing shifts. One one day before I went to work, interviewed at twelve, got off at one thirty five, went to work. They hit me up the next week and gave me the position, and so yeah, that's where I'm at yeah, now. What's up? Yeah. up? So you so you still work for CarMax? No, I left. I left for uh, four years now. Four years. Oh, oh you are talking about where you at now? Oh, okay. where I'm at now? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and make a a sagacious assumption that. You have a very important job because you talk Carmax, 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 but you ain't telling where you at now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool. That's cool. That's uh, cool. I'm a budget analyst. 
I won't tell you where, and I won't tell you for who. But I, that, that's what I do now. Let me ask you this one question: Can you take mm-hmm. your cell phone in to work with you? I cannot. I that, can't even. That's wear all this. we need to know. I can't <laughs> even wear. You can't wear Fitbits, Apple Watch. You can't have USB, CD drive, none of that. Whatever okay. they give you, is what you can take in that building. So my assumption was right. You got a big boy yeah, job yeah. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm I'm saying that because uh uh you know Carl. Uh, my yeah, mentor, I was listening, he, and when he said it, I was like, "Yep, yep, yeah, <laughs> man." When we were talking, um beforehand you know i asked him you know i said man i just need a picture of you you know what i mean to put on the <laughs> podcast you know, he goes yeah you ain't gonna get my work one but you'll just get a different yeah hey man look i can read between the lines you know yeah yeah, yeah. i'll find you i'll find you something of me in a suit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so nah but that's what's up though man because i remember like i don't know I, i've had a few people you know a few uh people that have graced me with their presence on here that we mm-hmm. Knew like Justin, remember Justin yeah. from North Point? He came yeah. on, uh, uh, you know, Arnika, mm-hmm. um, you know, a couple other folks or whatever. And I say it, I said it before, and I say it again. Like, uh, you know, I know we're growing up, we're, we're mm-hmm. grown up, and we're, we're continuing to grow, but it's just always awesome to see, you know, people that you grew up with that, man, you know, we remember we used to as kids, me, you, Will, Nick, all of us used to just go to yeah. Chipotle every day, just sit outside, yeah. like go, go to the mall. <laughs> yeah, and just, you know, and just walk around the Waldorf Mall at that. D- like, didn't buy nothing, just, me. just buy- <laughs> <laughs> to see that, to hear conversations like this, you know, um, with Brandon. Even though we didn't know him for as long, but we still know yeah. him for ten years. Mm-hmm. To see him marry his bride this past weekend, hey, Brandon, yeah. if you're listening, you on, you gonna be on here, just. Just to let you know, if you didn't already know, you you fitting to be on here. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Brandon. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, since we talking about weddings, mm-hmm. when you next, ain't you? Well, I'm not engaged or anything. I have a <laughs> hey, y'all can't see his face. He was like, "Whoa, whoa, wait, well, how do we get here?" <laughs> I, I think there's more steps needed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So there's. Yeah, so they say. Um, in, you know my, in due time. In due, in due time. time. And that's yeah. that's a fair enough answer. You know my yeah. brother just got married. Yeah, it's out of the season. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm still trying to digest that one. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> a wife. I'm like, right, you know. Uh, but no, it's it's cool. It's cool, man. It's always amazing to see, you know, people we've grown up with, like, doing stuff like what you're doing. Um, you know what I mean? Having kids, getting married, or whatever, and yeah. it's like I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Some people may not think about it like this, but I'm just like, damn, man, we really not, really not kids no more. You know, just nah. this morning, literally, what an hour or so ago, yeah. me and my lady were in the car, and we were reminiscing about getting like our childhood crushes from like 12 yeah. years old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and how stupid we were as kids. You know That's- what I mean? And like. <laughs> That's when you had back when you had to write the phone numbers now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I ain't gonna put nobody's name out there, but I asked somebody to write their they number on my on my hand. One uh, of my father, man, I ain't washed that hand about like, I, can't, I can't wash it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, even after I put I was so hype, even after I put the number in my phone, I still didn't uh, wash my hands. I was like, hey, uh, you know. <laughs> so, but no, like, so it's it's always cool, man, you know, to see. Uh, uh, people that you grew up with, man. You know, doing oh, all definitely. these, do all these amazing things. Now, I have, I'm, I'm about to give you your credit where credit is due. All right, oh, okay. I, I gotta okay. share, 
I gotta share this an embarrassing. This is a rare moment now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's what that's what this whole platform is about. This ain't about yeah, me. This is about y'all, you know. But I have to share an embarrassing story in order oh, to Lord. get to that point. <laughs> so Steve is a very talented DJ, right? Very talented all over. What's your what's your uh catchphrase? Uh book me, me later, now, thank, thank me now. Later. Oh, all right. one of them shits. Like, yeah, one of them. Yeah, book me now, thank me later. Yeah. Book me now, thank me later. You know, so and I like that. You know, because it's like it's, it's it's not. You know, it's 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 the confidence. But humble beginnings. I remember yeah. freshman or sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. Yep. I drove a Crown Victoria, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And Steve had this thick ass laptop that was like this. <laughs> The Toshiba, I the remember. Toshiba. <laughs> the Toshiba, like, yeah, it had its own, even though that's the brand, it had its own name, you know. Yeah. It was like the size of the yellow pages, right? That thing was thick. Massive uh, laptop, right? So, <clears throat> and he had this even massive speaker, right? <laughs> this was, this speaker had to be like three and a half feet tall. Yeah. And at least <laughs> 150 some odd pounds. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's very inefficient. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) inefficient to say the least. And I remember he would like have we be he would take this laptop in this massive boombox on steroids and drive this thing all over the damn campus, right? To do parties at first, you know. And I remember. I might have been the first ever mobile DJ without a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's, you know, it's hey, like, well, I, I yeah. want to give a couple shout outs to the mobile DJ support, Spencer, Amir, <laughs> Bree, Herm, Brandon, anybody that ever let me use their car, took me in their car. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That is wild. But. All jokes aside, I'm going to get back to the embarrassing story in a moment, but like you can't reach any level of success without the help of other people. Yeah. With I, I don't care which, whether whether the person is out to get you, that should be motivation for you to prove them wrong. Or if the person yeah. is out to support you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That should be all the more reason to not let them down. So mm-hmm. all those people you just said, all those people you thanked, we're still y'all we're all still cool with each other yeah i mean and so it's you know you might not talk to each other every day you know because we're grown we're adults people got lives but like that is what this whole thing is about is acknowledging not only where you got to be where you at but to recognize Mm -hmm. the support that you've had to get to be where you know what i mean because there's no level of success without either support or sacrifice you know and people who you know talk about I did it on my own. I got it out the mud. All right. Nobody did anything on there. Oh, nobody. N- nobody. You know what I mean? Even going all the way back, they might not have recognized it as help, but there was some help there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, uh, uh, Carl. Like you know, when he was talking about, you know, I love what he said. He said, "Man, you know, God is able to take someone who you might look at is." like just small but that mm-hmm. person might he might pass his word through that person to talk to you to get you to be you might not even have paid any attention yeah you know what i mean but it's like the signs are always there you know well now we got that motivational shit out the way back to the uh <laughs> back to the story back to the story <laughs> you know uh so 
I remember we were at a particular, and I don't know if this, I don't know if this is the only time that ever happened to you, but like, I remember we were at a talent South party, uh-huh. right? And it was like a hundred people packed into that one little small talents, right? And this is a living room. <laughs> this is a living room. Yeah, my bedroom is bigger than that damn living room. <laughs> yeah. And I remember Steve was DJing, and the speaker went out. No, no, that? no, no, no. Oh, the laptop went out. The laptop froze. The laptop it, froze. It, yeah, it was. It was so hot in the in the building that my computer overheated and the screen turned white, <laughs> and it froze. And I was like, you got to be kidding. And this happened on two occasions. Actually. Okay, so it did happen more than once. So it happened that time. And then in the SSC, and I think it was the Halloween party. Oh, God. Yeah. So the sc- <laughs> and what's crazy is it, the, the screen froze. And I was like, oh, man, you got to be kidding me in the middle of an SSC party. And somebody grabbed the mic. and was, Oh, shout out to Miss Diddy. Miss Diddy grabbed the mic. And mm. she, was, she was talking. She was. And then they started fighting. <laughs> and the party got shut down before my laptop could come back on. Only thing I got to say about that is, God, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> he, he works in mysterious ways, but he mysterious. knew the boy was struggling. <laughs> Yo, I never knew that story. Yeah. Miss Diddy, shout out to Miss Diddy. She, she did her thing. She was hosting, trying to keep everybody calm. And then somebody started fighting. And I, you know, I'm never one for a fight during the party. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> this came as a saving grace. Hey, man, if the shoe fits. Yeah, I hey, think. Um, <laughs> what, who who was sponsoring that party? Just asking. Was it like Cab? Uh, I think or? it was Cab, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, all right. Just... That that was the day I threw that computer out, and I went and got me a MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> ain't I failed. never got I ain't failed me since. <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious! I never knew that story, dog. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's funny, but but that's the foundation of it, though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you, because I see you, you do, shit. When'd you just uh, DJing at uh in Jamaica and then in uh Brands yeah, 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 yo, then I can't. Then I, yeah, first international event out of my LV. Yo, that's that's major, <laughs> dog. Like that's cool. Yeah. You because know, I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, I wonder who DJ Brandon's wedding. Yeah. You know, and then of. You know, I saw you, and I said, "Well, of course he did." <laughs> you know, I could have did it, but you know, what I, mean? I, I feel like you would have did a better job. You know, <laughs> that's cool, man. Like, nah, man, going through like going coming from that to like just DJing in Jamaica, like I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Some people, I think that, I, but you're also talking to somebody who, if they come to me and say, "Oh man, I just got promoted at Burger King to the head fry cook," I'm gonna celebrate that too. Yeah. You know I mean? Small wins, yeah, wins. small wins are big wins, man. So, real quick, man. So, like, <clears throat> weren't you DJing in DC for a little bit? Because I remember you were with a uh, entertainment group for a while. Yeah. So, so post college, um, shout out that. So, uh, when I tell you, there has been my network has helped me out a lot, right? And I and I'm a big fan of networking sideways. Mm. as well as networking up. A lot of people want to network up to somebody bigger, and you don't have to do that. I'm telling you, you the people next to you will help you get to where you need to be. I've never and, heard that. You, you call it networking sideways? Yeah. That's dope. Okay. Yeah, so you build with the people around you, like mm. like we're doing right now. You have a podcast? Where am I at? On the podcast. 
Right. Helping support you support me, I support you. Right. Networking sideways. Cool. So shout out to uh, Carson and Andrew. Mm. Uh, they hooked me up with uh, AMG Entertainment Group. Uh, um, you might know them from Hennies and Waffles now. They mm. do the traveling brunch. Um, we used to do DC nightlife three days a week. So Thursday, we would do happy hour. Um, Friday, we would do a club. And um, Saturday, we would do a club, uh, night, night shows. Mm. That's cool. And man. So I did that. I did that for a little bit. Um, it was definitely a good experience. I got to uh, DJ with some of the top DJs in DC, uh, like DJ Quicksilver, DJ Money, uh, Nipsey Hussle's DJ, cool. um, DJ Chubby Swag, um, DJ DC Marauder. A lot of people uh, that you hear on the, that you hear daily on the radio DJing and stuff like that. I got to open for them or DJ with them at these clubs um, at at a young age when I was first started DJing. Um, it was definitely an experience. One thing I will say, DJing nightlife is not for everybody. I'm listening. Um, <laughs> it's, so think of it like this. If, if you DJ a night event, it's not like a person going to night work. A person going to night work probably slept during the day. They prepared to go there. You DJ at night, you probably was DJing during the day. You probably was out during the day. You probably worked the night before. <laughs> you probably mm-hmm. worked again. So you're just, you're for this 48 hours, this 72 hours, you're just going. You're just going. Mm. And you can imagine once the party is over at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you're exhausted. You're standing up this whole time. DJing, um, if you enjoy liquor, they're probably providing you a free liquor at this point. And you're just like indulging in all of that. And then you leave the club and you have to now find your way home. <laughs> Damn, they don't drive you home. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so you either drove yourself or you got your money up and you got yourself a driver. And this was back before like Uber was really popular. Um, mm. And, you know, like the Ubers to Waldorf, that was like $70 to get there and if you leave at prime time which is considered after the club it's probably like a hundred something dollars man look side note i don't know if you remember that one time uh, a few years ago i was with trevor and then mm-hmm. we all ran into each other at ozio's on halloween like during mm-hmm. howard's homecoming yeah. yeah i ubered from dc to waldorf that night during howard's yeah. homecoming oh my goodness and i was a car note yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? I might as well just went and bought me a car real quick and drive yeah. home. I said, whoa, like, you know what I mean? So I can only <laughs> imagine how it was before that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, I did I you know, because I've worked at night for seven years, but you're right. Like when I worked yeah. at night, I was prepared and going to do a job. You right. you took the steps before to sleep. Right. But as a DJ, you don't you don't get paid if you're not DJing. Right. So you're booking multiple shows throughout the day. Can you uh, DJ remotely <laughs> on Zoom? <laughs> uh, that that was a thing during quarantine. And you serious? Space. Yeah, DJ. Oh, all of bullshit. I didn't no, know. No, that no. Was <laughs> I, I've done a couple of those like during the quarantine when people were having like get together. So it'd be like thirty-two people on a Zoom, and you're just kind of in your house DJ. I mean, it's cool. I ain't have to go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What if your Wi-Fi? Then, you know, like the IG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got to make sure your bill is paid and you got the good Wi-Fi. 
you mid song and you like this. <laughs> yeah, the screen just go black and Pepco yeah. come on there and go like, we'll be back <laughs> after these messages. <laughs> nah, man. And then uh, I know DJing on IG Live was a thing at one point, but then after a while, you needed like special permissions to play songs for a certain amount of period. And I did it once and they cut me off <laughs> in the middle of it. I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait till this is over. Damn, was what was you was playing a song too long or something like that? Or I don't well, you know, some people's songs are like copyrighted and Facebook didn't pay for the uh the copyright because they don't have all the songs on there. Oh. Yeah. So if you play I know when to say like mixtape songs where somebody else is rapping over somebody else's uh, beat, that's automatically getting cut off it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Damn. So you screwed they didn't, me, they didn't pay to they didn't pay to use that stuff. So you can't just be on there playing it. You know, it's crazy kind of getting off topic because like, you know, it for the radio station I work for, I don't ever talk mm-hmm. about what station, but I do work in the NPR ecosystem. Yeah. And I remember when I was learning how to upload music there, mm-hmm. like, I was like, haven't, isn't this like, you know, don't I need permission? And because it's an NPR member station, NPR has already paid for all the rights. Yeah, yeah. Which is why we're allowed to. I mean, I, I only play like jazz anyway, like big band yeah. jazz, Count Basie, Duke Ellington. But like, you know, NPR has already paid for the. I was out, but what you're talking about when you get into like the social media aspect, yeah, I didn't know it worked like that. Yeah, because they have to pay for all that license and stuff. So if you ever, if you ever do like that story and you go to the music, right. Go to search something from like a mixtape and it won't show up. That's why. Because I was looking yeah. for a Meek Mill song one time yeah. during like a workout video and like it didn't yeah. come up, but it was from a mixtape. Yeah. Anything that's not on streaming, you can't play on social media. <laughs> I was about to say, what a ripoff, but I forgot I, Instagram is free. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, like, well, I guess it's not, you know, so. Yeah. Damn, man, I didn't know that. So, like, if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. you know, I, I never asked you this, like, because I know you still be doing hella, hella events, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, on the side in, a, in addition to your actual career, but are you trying to, like, take the DJ thing, like, to new heights or, you know, what you trying to do with that? Yeah, so now that, um, shout out to COVID, it, it has bring, brought some positive. Um, shout out to COVID. <laughs> it's brought some positive, man. You don't hear every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm now able to work from home eight out of ten days a week for my normal job. Mm, so right. I, it's more easier to, to book events. So it's hard. When I used to go to work, it used to be hard because I, I didn't have access to my phone from 8 a.m. to 530. Right. So you're missing out on a lot of opportunities because when people call you and they can't get through you to you, they figure you're not answering because nobody figures you have a job during the day or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could put a, a pigeon, a note on a pigeon's tail. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a, yeah, okay. And, and, right. and this before Do Not Disturb was really popular, so you couldn't set the uh, automatic message to say, hey, I'm doing this, and I'll be back at such and such time. So I used to miss out on a lot of, a lot of opportunities back then. Um, mm-hmm. But now that I'm able to work from home, if somebody can send me an email or something, I, I'll get to it on my lunch break and do all the replying and set up my calendar. I'll let them know what events I have booked already and uh, what, what I'm willing to accept mm. and so forth. So this way I'm able to actually do more events. This is probably why you see me 
doing a lot more events now as opposed to before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny when you said people calling as if you ain't got no job. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Between eight thirty, eight o'clock. At five thirty, it's like normal work. That I don't, I don't know what they think you're doing. It. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what's crazy? I, I think people didn't realize I had a, a job. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I think, I think, I think they think I DJ all the time. So. Oh, I, 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 I see what you're saying. saying. Yeah, I, see, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is not true. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember. Uh, me and Trevor had went fishing one day. This is mm-hmm. um, several couple years ago. And um, if you if anybody listens to like the first episode, like you'll mm-hmm. know that like what I went through as far as like being out of work and stuff like that. And uh subsequently, um Trevor was out of work as mm-hmm. well. And <laughs> I remember me and him were going fishing at like Tuesday at like 10 a.m. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And uh, remember Malik from the Wash Bay? The yeah. One? Yeah. So <laughs> we went fishing too? Nah. We, with the, oh. the spot that we, me and Trevor was at, with a spot uh-huh. that I mainly go fishing, um, Malik pulls up. Oh, man. And he goes, y'all ain't got no jobs? <laughs> 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 and like, I'm getting to a point by saying this. And we was like, nah, like, you know, I, I try to doctor. I mean, technically, I was out of work on medical because I messed up my hand. Yeah, I was yeah. still employed. That's, that's, just, when, that's when you cut yourself. Yeah, that's when I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's when I was out of work for like six months or whatever. But Trevor, like, you know, he had, was working in New York. And then because of mm-hmm. COVID, he had to, that you is. know, they moved back, you know. Oh, shout out to Trev. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. he, he doing it, got his own, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, we, we ain't in that position anymore. And that's my yeah. point. Because now... When me and Trevor go fishing, like it can be in the middle of the day. That's but just because the the flexibility that our careers allow us to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's a way to look back on. Damn man, I remember. <laughs> you know when people don't when you when you're not when you're not because you don't feel motivated is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Because when you're out of work or whatever the case may be, you know, and for best, best especially unforeseen circumstances, like you know your motivation goes down, your stress goes up. You know what I mean? So it's it, I, I definitely understand what you mean when you say like, you know, shout out to COVID because it's definitely been a very subjective time for a lot of people. You know, it's allowed yeah. you to be able to build on your brand, but still have your full time crib at home. It's just the way times yeah. are changing. You know, yeah. it's crazy. So as far as like doing more events, you plan on doing like ones like more international ones now that you got a little taste of. Uh, um, do so I have more? some stuff in the works? The ink hasn't dried yet. Um, nah. If it does, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> hey man, let me know. Look, look, man, I'm trying, I'm trying to take this thing different states, different countries. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have a good time. Hey man, uh, whenever I get married, um, you ain't DJ my way. We ain't friends no more. Nah, man, you know, just let me know. <laughs> I, t- I tell everybody, just give me the date. Yeah, if you you got the date in mind, I can save you. If I yeah. put something else before you give me the date, <laughs> you're screwed. Really, too much I can do for you. <laughs> screw, you screw. Hey, man, real quick, man, how's the fam, dog? You know what I'm saying? I ain't talked to your fam. I, you know, your father used to always give me mad bread when we used to drive back to the show. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're doing well. They, uh, my sister's in college now, so I'm officially old. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You mean the little girl that was running around? Yeah, she was in college. Where'd she go? 
Stevenson. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Um, my, my people, they ended up moving out of Waldorf. So, yeah, oh, they did? Yeah. They moved somewhere else far, so I don't, I don't, really, <laughs> understand, I don't really understand it, but yeah. <laughs> From one end of the world to the other end of the world. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, yeah. How's, you know, the reason I asked about, you know, your family, because I, I know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But another reason I'm asking is because you've done a lot of great things, you know, with your, you know, uh, brand as far as with you, like, DJing everywhere, pretty much. Yeah. I never really asked, like, because you, because me, you know, I've had conversations with people like this where, like, you know, you might have a goal, career, mm-hmm in mind or you know something that you want to accomplish that your family don't really support like that so me being you know in radio you being in dj it's not your average career career you know what i'm saying so how like did you i never knew how your family felt about like supporting you know what i'm saying which you did with all that we're doing with all that i should say um they're not really uh like opposed to it or anything they support me right I can, t- I can, they really support me now because they're trying to book me for like a to family events now. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, they didn't want me. <laughs> I ain't coming for the free. <laughs> yeah, hey, look. Now, I might not charge the standard rate, but I'm going to charge you something. <laughs> right. Hey, that's fair, man. That's fair. Because I could come attend as a guest for free. <laughs> <laughs> family or not <laughs> yeah so now nah, man it's cool you know because you know you always you know it's important for your family to support you and eventually you know i want to have my parents on here su- talking about supporting your kids and whatever they want to do mm-hmm. but um going back to like the laptop going out and freezing like with that with those troubles has there any i guess like been any adversity in your career with like dj where you like felt like you just wanted to stop you wanted to give up or um there's been a couple times actually uh so for the first occasion um as a dj your most important asset is your music you don't got no music you're not DJing anything (laughs) You can, right, find right. Equi- you can find equipment, you can rent equipment, you can't rent music. Mm. So, um, I've had, uh, there was a time I had multiple hard drives, um, and for some reason, all of them rewrote themselves. What does erased, that mean? They erased everything on there. Damn. So, I just, just, just to put it into perspective, I, on, on a single hard drive, I'll probably have about 50 to 70,000 songs. Shit. And that's, 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 uh, old school songs, new school song, go, go club, clean, dirty, instrumental acapella. And as time goes on, um, it's harder to find older music and especially in good quality. If you didn't get it when it came out, yeah. uh, and that's due to the streaming. So they, they've got a rid, rid of a, a lot of like mixtape songs and all that stuff. All that stuff is gone. Like if you go to Dat Piff, you wouldn't be able to find it. And I'm, I'm a person, when I DJ, I like to spread the music around. I want to do old news. I want to do mixtape cuts, album cuts, unreleased cuts. The stuff that I just happen to have. 
Right. And when that happened, I was like, man, this is crazy. And what it was really crazy is it happened two weeks before I had an event. So I had oh, to call God. the people and I'm like, look, this is the situation. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try to to get the music back as soon as I can. Um, and I, I literally had to make a decision right there. I was like, I can either just stop now and just say, forget it and do something else, or I can make it work. Um, and this happened in like 2015. So I'm literally for like for days on days, I'm just downloading stuff, downloading stuff, downloading stuff. I'm, I'm calling DJs I know. I'm like, please hook me up with some music, mm-hmm. put it on a folder. Uh, I, I'll organize it myself. And I'm, I'm just going through that. I was I was eventually able to get enough to do the party. And uh, speaking of which, this was the uh, Inferno party for Homecoming. Oh, I yeah, for, yeah, I remember that. I think I went to that. Yeah, yeah. So not the not the first one, I believe. I think it was the second one. Second one. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm in there DJing with limited music. I'm like, dang, I can't really do what I want. I don't I don't have these songs that I need, and it was just crazy. Yeah. Um. After that, no, I lied. That happened before. The Inferno one is when somebody broke into my car. <laughs> I lied to you now, bro. I, oh, I, I, they broke into my car. They stole my laptop and both my hard drives. So now I don't have a laptop or hard drive. <laughs> Man, I, I, didn't like, know, I didn't know that. And I'm like, okay, so something, something's happening here. <laughs> Am I going to stop now or going to? And so at this point, I'm driving around again. I'm trying to get more music. I'm downloading music. I'm trying to see if I can recover stuff from just like that was already saved on my computer. Because back then, this is before streaming was popular. So I used to organize my music to put on my phone on my computer. So I'm, I'm taking that stuff and putting it back on hard drives. And at the party I'm DJing with the limited music I'm trying to make sure I don't run out of music <laughs> yeah yeah to keep the party going yeah yeah and I'm like I'm like dang is this is this worth it is it not yeah is, do I want to keep doing this to to, the, to this day this is, this is six years later I still haven't got all the music back um, <laughs> that's yeah. what you had I had a lot um and like I was saying earlier, you can't you can't get a lot of that music anymore. So like if you go back to the mixtape era, uh, I think I think Gucci Man might be the only artist whose mixtapes are on streaming. Mm. So you're still able to get all his stuff. Um, but like the the classic Wayne stuff, wow. if, you, if you don't if you don't have it already or know somebody that has it, you're probably not gonna find it. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. automatically all the way up up there. Yeah, like uh, like Jay Z's like freestyles and stuff. If you don't have it, probably not on YouTube anymore because he he took most of his stuff over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, well, you know everything you're talking about. You know what I mean? That's that's what adversity is. It's it's yeah. the cup. It's the cup half full or half mm-hmm. empty. You know what I mean? And that's the thing about you know. And and I know this happened in your twenties because you said it was yeah. 2015, you know, mm-hmm. um, that old saying of like being in your twenties is a little difficult because you feel like, you know, you're too young to have it together, but you feel like you're too old not to have it together. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And then so like when you run into those issues, this is just all personal opinion. Some people may mm-hmm. agree, disagree. Uh, but, you know, you could look at it as like a, a sign. But mm-hmm. what type of sign? You can look at mm-hmm. it as, you know, damn, am I supposed to keep doing this or damn, am mm-hmm. I supposed to stop? You know, and the hard part about it is I know you hold I know you know the, the old saying, are you come in this world alone? You're going to leave alone. Yeah, a lot of this stuff you gotta figure out alone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's no you can read all the self help books and you can read all this and whatever you know. I mean, to try to like navigate you know around these obstacles and adversity, but like that's Mm -hmm. the thing they don't that we never learned that they didn't teach us as kids. You know, I mean, even your parents they can't help. You know, and that's a and that's the thing that uh, people don't see. They just kind of they kind of know you for you. Yeah. And nobody sees the trials and tribulations you have going on behind right. the scenes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right, man, because, you know, all the success you got, you know what I mean, uh, nobody knows shit I didn't even know about, you know what I mean, as, as yeah. far as, like, you, you know, or it's like when I tell people, see, like, oh, man, your voice sounds so great, you're on the radio, da 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 What I don't tell people, I was paying five, $600 to go to these National Association of Black Journalists job fairs and coming out mm-hmm. empty-handed each yeah. and every time <laughs> you, you know and i remember right. i got a, a job i got a job interview in mississippi years ago right mm-hmm. at klw something some station down there right mm-hmm. and i was super excited and i said yeah man you know bah, 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 bah. it was down in hattiesburg mississippi oh my goodness I don't even know. <laughs> no, you can smell the racism when you get off. The plane, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So I, was, I think I was like 20, 26, 25, 26. And I uh-huh. went to a job fair in uh, the Hilton in D.C., right off Connecticut mm-hmm. Avenue or whatever. And I ran into this recruiter from, you know, this job from Mississippi. You ever seen that episode of Martin where the, the country dude bought the station over and he started playing oh, like yeah. country music and stuff like that? <laughs> like, that's kind of who this guy was. But I was just uh, so, like, hungry to get into the I just wanted a foot in the door. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I remember, like, I flew down there or whatever. It's a true story. I don't think I ever told anybody a lot of this. So I got a job, the job uh, interview down in Mississippi. And this is before, uh-huh. like, Zoom and all this. So I couldn't interview, like, you know, you do now at home. So I remember I pulled up to the hotel and it was in the middle of nowhere. Right. Mm -hmm. And all you heard was Negro spirituals off in the distance and shit. Like (laughs) it was country as hell out there. And I remember like that whole day, I was like, man, do I really want to come down here? Whatever. And I remember I went to a Denny's that was across the street from the hotel and I walked in and just about everybody in there, you know, was, was white or whatever. And I walked in and they all stopped and just looked at me. And I was like, fuck. So I remember I walked up to the woman that pick up my food, right? She was just as pleasant as she wanted to be. Uh, full sarcasm with that. And so I'm looking on like, you know, I'm waiting for my food to come out and I'm looking on the little board where they got like, you know, people put their business cards and stuff like that. And yeah. I remember it was a poster for a bonfire for the Mississippi White Knights, right? Oh, no. <laughs> so I said, damn, they got a baseball team down here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, okay. You'd have you been know. sick when you ain't seen no baseball <laughs> And then I looked, and I looked at the logo, and I was like, yo, that's a, that's a, not, that's a swastika. Mm-hmm. That ain't no damn logo for the NBA <laughs> or whatever. And I looked, and I, it was the Klan, right? Yep. 
and right 10 minutes, they were having a bonfire 10 minutes down the street from where I was sleeping. Now, that night, I went back to the hotel, went to their little computer lab, got on (laughs) southwest.com, made my my flight for the next morning and got the hell out of that joint. You know, y'all later. Right. And, you know, in, in the flight back, I was like, damn, man, maybe this ain't, you know, because I kept just running into like just roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you know, it's kind of like, you know, about, you know, how Sigma was like, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a matter of how bad you want it. You know what I mean? We ain't going to go into the details right now. Steve knows what I'm talking about. And if MILB yeah. listened to this, no, it was plenty of things that happened where it made us go, man, is this shit even worth it? Yeah, you know I mean, this is this is, but we made it. You know what I'm saying? And it was like this kind of like a lesson and a testament to how life is. Yeah, it's, it's all about how much you want to do something or how much you want something. Right. That that's that's the only thing that's going to motivate you to keep right. going. Right, right. Whether it be career, you know, mm-hmm. um, with the whole health and fitness thing. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Like, you know, can't nobody. Yeah, you can have a doctor tell you, hey, you need to lose weight. You can get teased by other people that, you know, make you for not even lose weight, just be healthy. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you got to be the one, you know what I'm saying, that 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 wants it. And that's the hardest part because can't nobody hold your hand. Nope. You know, so like with your car being broken into, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? A lot of people would have looked at, especially a lot of like overly religious people. Now that whole thing with a fight broke out right after your, uh, right after your. Oh problem. yeah, now, that, that that was divine intervention. I don't care what that nobody was, got to say. That was saving grace. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Com- that computer screen was not coming on. I'm gonna go off the leak. Yeah, <laughs> and you just see dudes throwing bows. You like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, that was probably divine intervention. But mm-hmm. everything, I mean, a lot of things are divine intervention. We just kind of gotta know how to read it, how to go yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but like I said, that's the most important thing is the support. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And the fact that, you know, um, with Brandon getting married literally mm-hmm. in international waters and still asked you to be like, hey, man, he could have asked anybody. But you yeah, know what I mean? The fact that he asked, uh, what do y'all call yourselves? The, uh, the et cetera, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The et cetera, bro. I tried to join the et cetera, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh I was denied membership. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, we actually, it was just something we came up when we would travel places. Uh, yeah. Because for a long time it was just me and him on on going on vacation. Right. And it was just something we came up with, and it, and it stands for we travel, we come, we party, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm about to. Party. <laughs> That's how y'all came up with it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because we because we did a lot of stuff, so it was like we do this, we do that, etc. I remember um, we were somewhere. I think we were at a cookout or something, and I like waved my hands. I said, "Yeah, etc." Bro, the look Brandon gave me <laughs> was like, "Hey, dog, look." <laughs> <laughs> It was, like a GD, it was like a GDI. It was like a GDI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, yo, what you with? I said, oh, okay. I guess I ain't, you know, you know. Now I am, 
because you know, being in the health and fitness now, I can't be shirts off, bros. I can't do that okay, now. Okay. Yeah, I can't do that. But my okay. lifelong goal is to be an etc. bro. So, nah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what we doing now. <laughs> <laughs> Rand, hey. Rand is married now, so <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So uh with him, it's uh it wouldn't be et cetera, bros. It'd be like your ass ain't going nowhere, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, what it is. Yeah. He's still good to be outside. <laughs> yeah, for a little bit. He just got yeah. a curfew now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all within reason. Yeah, all within reason, you know. So um yeah, man. So one day hopefully I'll I'll uh, be in et cetera, bro. You know, maybe that's where y'all gotta put me online for that again. Um <laughs> but real quick, man, you know, we about to get up out of here, you know. Um, but any events coming up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. So August twentieth, um, I'm collaborating with Generation Mastermind that is hosted by Andrew Amici. He is the owner of Generation Mastermind again. Remember networking sideways, mm-hmm. supporting my people, and they support me. Um, we're doing a Jenna Palooza pool party slash brunch. Um, that'll be from three to ten. You can find the links at I am Drew three thousand on IG. That'll be in his bio. It'll be in Generation Mastermind on IG's bio, and it will also be in Jenna Palooza. Um, that is a new IG page for the pool party specifically. Um, that will, the link will be there in the bio as well. And it also can be found on Eventbrite, or you can just hit me up and I'll send you the link. <laughs> that would be now, the easiest way. Is it going to be one in pool parties where people are actually getting in the pool? Because you know how black people are. So we, we've actually had one last year and I want to say, uh, 95% of people got in the pool. Cool. That's a different And the 5% thing. was me because I had to DJ and I couldn't get in the pool, but I think everybody else got in the pool. Hey man, so maybe one day you can DJ in the water. You take it to a you take it to <laughs> new heights. You might get electrocuted. I don't know, man. I don't know, you... man. I... <laughs> <laughs> it might be the last event. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last event for everybody. Everybody yeah. getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go out with a bang for real. Yeah, you play Benito, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and if you do live, you probably get twenty-one counts of manslaughter. But hey, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's, it's, it's whatever, you know. So. But nah, man, definitely thank you for coming on here, man, talking about things that you dealt with. Some of them I knew, some of them I didn't. Yeah, clear. Um, you know, I uh, had to share that embarrassing story with your laptop freezing. Nah, you know, nah, fuck. The reason why I didn't remember what actually happened because I was just so mm-hmm. close. You, y'all should have seen Steve in there. He was panicking. Because <laughs> you don't want to get booked for something and then you just, yeah, like, right. that's it. That's yeah. it for the party. It's like, you know, your name, uh, your, your word of mouth. Like, man, we can get yeah. DJ so wavy. Like, nah, his Toshiba. <laughs> went ahead. Went ahead and. <laughs> crashed on us. Mid-part. Yeah, man, We yeah. are good. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, man, definitely thank you for coming on for another episode of the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous sure. podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. This is two. Out of the eight line brothers that I have, that if Avery was on first, now this one wasn't as ratchet as Avery's episode, which I kind of figured, you know, me, Avery's me, me and Avery live different lives. <laughs> yo, and honestly, if you look at the statistics of how many people, how many with the the listeners and the streams for the episodes, Avery mm-hmm. still has the highest one. Dang. And I'm assuming ninety nine percent of them are women. So we are, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They got shared to some group chat. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a pretty bad episode. As a matter of fact, if I tell my family to listen to this, I'll tell them to skip that one. Um, <laughs> you know, so now nah, I definitely got, I'm glad I got two out of the eight line brothers that I have. Eventually, I want to have all of them on. Uh, you know, I'm getting the most sensible ones first. Brandon will be next. The kid will be last. I mean, a kid will be, <laughs> sorry, I said that wrong. A kid will be after that. Eric will be last. <laughs> Shout out to Eric, my LB. That's my tail. Eric, Eric is wild, but Eric has good conversation. Eric, yes. Yes, we. I saw Eric. Uh, I forgot where I saw Eric, but, but I was very impressed. I said, uh, yeah. Also, Eric is definitely a different person. You know, still wild, still wild. But he knows yeah. he has an off button in college. Yeah. It was on, and the switch just broke. Like, you know. 